to the Turtle Club. Hi, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Turtle Club podcast interview hello. episode. This is a bonus um, episode, everybody. We're cool like that. Um, yeah. s- support us on Patreon for more bonus <laughs> episodes. <laughs> uh, uh, with me is uh, Eli. What up? And Dave. Hey, yo. And our special guest, the master of the Master of Disguise, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who made the Tumblr uh, watching it for 20 days straight. And also the mastermind, uh, it was 21 days, and the mastermind behind the Master Cut, of course. Yes, yes, but we'll get into that. Uh, Would you like Jacob. to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah. Yeah, I, thanks, thanks, guys. I'm very glad to, to be here and to come back to down this rabbit hole with you once yeah. again <laughs> um i t- go ahead yeah i thought i was out of it and no. i got that email from you and you've, you've pulled me back in a decade <laughs> yeah it's like later. al pacino yeah. for those who don't know would you like to describe uh exactly what you did and who you are and why you're here okay so i'm just some guy in providence rhode island um uh i'm a park manager i've played in some bands uh I worked at a nonprofit arts organization for a long time, um, but the the reason why I'm here. Oh, and I'm a, a a pro wrestling promoter, an independent pro wrestling. What? Promoter, what? Which, oh wow, yeah. uh, that's dope. Yeah, that's a man of many uh, talents. Yeah, we, it's been on hiatus uh, for for a while because of um because of COVID, but yeah, it, it will come back eventually. But um, yeah. but most importantly, I'm someone that ten years ago made a bet with my then girlfriend that I could watch the master of disguise. Uh, I think it was three weeks, uh, every day, um, once a day. Um, and I, I kind of one upped the bet and also kept a, a very intensive blog the entire yes. time. Um, and <laughs> I've, I've revisited it for the first time in a very long time, uh, in, in preparation for today. Um, so, I was kind of nervous, you, you know, reading old writing, you go back, you're like, I have Judging no yourself, idea yeah. if, yeah, if I'm going to stand by this, but you know, some of it, <laughs> some of it I was into, I've, um, we can talk about that a bit later, but yeah, so I, I kept that law, uh, that blog and, um, I won the bet, but broke up with my girlfriend shortly after. So was it related? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. And for the master yeah. of disguise made you see, uh, the truth of the your flaws. relationship, Bradley. Yeah, the flaws. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Um, or perhaps she was just like, "Why? Wh- what is this person that I'm with doing?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you needed a, you needed your own Jennifer Esposito, and she just yeah, and she was and she was your uh, and she was your uh, Sophia. Sophia. Mm, mm. Is that her name? The, the Tush Queen. Is that her name? Yeah. No, you yeah. got that. that all, right, all right. Good. I was nervous. so how old were you when you did this um i must have been like 20 wait it was 10 years ago okay so i was 23 um oh wow Um, just getting out of uh, grad school and i was on tour um so like that was interesting going back i was like i was like trying to do this blog like while i was on the road it's just like i have That's no awesome. idea what i was doing yeah, yeah, yeah reading it there's quite a few times where you're like hey it's 3 a.m and i just did a show and i'm like what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, yeah, I was I was playing in this band called uh, Harry and the Potters that writes uh, songs from the perspective of Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of the greatest things I've is ever there, heard in my fucking Is there audio life. of this available anywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's still still a band, still a thing. I'm not in it anymore. It's uh, my best friend in his brother's band. Um, that's awesome. But... But yeah, we were we did uh, some national tours, and I, my my interests uh, I just like took with me on a, a laptop and was watching the Master of Disguise, and I remember like watching like wrestling pay per views in the van and stuff. So I, I had to keep up with the important things. That's awesome. Um, uh, well, uh, so the the first question I have for you, Jacob, is. Um, <laughs> What was your initial reaction when I reached out? I, I was really excited uh, because, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, like my, I think the whole thing about this movie, and I, I feel like I talked about it at one point on the blog too, was just like delighting in something that no one sees any value, and yeah. and just like and yeah. just like I'm gonna like and like the whole thing was just like I'm gonna make this my thing like at the time I, like I, like you, so few people can be like maybe i am the like world's foremost expert on something stupid and, and esoteric yeah. right so it was just like an arbitrary decision um, um and so when other people were into it and yeah. like like years later i was like oh hell yeah let's share this load like we let's get some more masters of the master of the sky yeah, what, tra- <laughs> what, what a trailblazer Are, yeah, yeah you, no you've tra- you walk so we could run um <laughs> uh, it's just it's very um i i felt very creepy emailing you um i found i think you mentioned that you used to be a manager for something right a per- um yeah our company a park manager yeah yeah i think you emailed like my government like work email i did oh wow i did and (laughs) the way you so the way i found your personal email (laughs) i emailed that email and then it spat back an email to me that was like hey i don't work here anymore here's my personal email and i was like uh Okay. <laughs> I remember Michael literally like texted me. He's like, uh, so this is his like old work email. Should I, is this creepy? <laughs> um, the best. No, I, I was thrilled. I, and like, I remember, like, I remember I like got in touch with some, uh, college friends who like remembered me doing this. And I was like, you'll never believe what just happened. Like someone just hit me up about the master of disguise. Um, <laughs> what did they say? They they were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I'm assuming that we are the first person ever to reach out to you about this. Is this true? So actually, when I was doing it, when when I was actually blogging, the Onion AV Club mm-hmm. like noticed it somehow. I don't know how <laughs> oh. they discovered it, <clears throat> and so they um, like posted something about it. Like like, look at this idiot who's watching this terrible movie. Like so many days. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Damn, that's so, so funny. Had, I'm surprised I didn't find that article. I did so much research on you. Yeah, I think they were just like tweeting about it like a, a decade ago. Like, like I think it was yeah. like Nathan Rabin is his name. He was just mm-hmm. sort of like, hey, check this out. And I, I'm convinced that that's the only reason that the Kickstarter to remake the movie that I later did got any donations. Um, because <laughs> you, Yeah, like, you know what? Now that we'll... Um... 
now that you brought that up, I'll just ask my question about the Kickstarter. Um, so, like, what was your initial plan with the Kickstarter? Did you expect to raise any money? Um, what, what was going on with that? <laughs> um, I just thought it was worth a shot. You know, <laughs> like <Yeah. maybe>. okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you never know. You can dream big. And well, like, I, hey. I, I think you asked for fifteen million. It was twenty million initially. Twenty million. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I think I was like just trying to like outdo the original budget or, or yeah. something like that. Look, dare but, to dream, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I my, I like though that you uh you you at one point you were like you know what this twenty million dollar goal is just a little bit too much I'm gonna be more realistic I'm gonna yeah. cut it back to sixteen million yeah <laughs> uh, I, I respect that and and Kickstarter makes you um say like hey what are the challenges that you could face and I remember like filling that out being like. Well, I don't have any permission to do this. Uh, did um, you ever once try to reach out to any of the people behind the movie, or did you like, uh, like even with the Kickstarter, or even just for the blog, like anything like that? I, I definitely used to tweet at Dana Carvey all the time, which was just ignored. Yeah. I've done that as well. I've done that as well. Yeah, we've all done the social media post at Dana. He did not reply. <laughs> yeah. Je- Je- I-, I think w- one of you had a-, a close call with Jennifer Estesito, right? Yeah, uh, that was uh, uh, our, our guest, guest last episode, Liam. He's got uh, a yeah. follow back from Jennifer. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. much more famous than I will ever be. So uh, <laughs> I think that probably played a role in Yeah, it. Liam is our best bet uh, to get Jennifer on the show, potentially. Uh, yeah. I just doubt she would watch it four times. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's busy. She's got a career. She's. she's I, I don't think she watched on. it one time. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, so in, in the director's commentary, uh, Dana Carvey is watching the movie for the first time. Which, which I is that real? In the blog today. Oh, yeah, I wow. read that in the so, blog, Michael. You would know yeah. this if you read it. Yeah, I was just. I'm pretending I'm an audience member. I did read it. Yeah. I'm the relatable <laughs> one. I'm Luke yeah, I, read, I actually, uh, one thing that I dropped the ball on is I wanted to watch the director's commentary before you, uh, you, we had you on here. Because I have the DVD with the director's commentary, and I read your blog post about it, and I was like, that sounds absolutely awkward and hilarious. Yeah, I, I and that, I was reading it back, and and then I was like, well, how full of shit was I like when I was yeah. writing about it? Because like most of that is me like imagining what is is not actually there. In the you, movie. you have to so. do that with this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. My DVD of the movie is in that pack of other movies like Joe Dirt and shit. And when I put in the disc for Masters Guys, it's Joe Dirt and the Masters Guys. That's on that disc. And it always plays Joe Dirt first, so then I have to go to the menu, and then I select Master of Disguise, and my only options are closed captioning available, but there's no way to turn them on. So, I do not have access to the director's commentary. I have the director's commentary. My DVD comes with a music video as well. Oh, hell yeah. For M-A-S-T-E-R Part 2. Oh, that's oh, not the best two. one. No, no, it's, it's not the best song. one. It's a, it's a bummer. But yeah. uh, the garage rock one slays, though. Oh, dude, yeah. the, I have that stuck in my head twenty four seven right now. <laughs> it's so <laughs> good. It's a, it's a problem. Um, 
Okay, so um, I, so just to get some background, you mentioned that this was a bet with your then girlfriend. Why was it a bet with your then girlfriend? I I honestly don't remember. I think it was just like uh, some. I think I was trying to defend the movie at that point. Like I was like, I like the turtle. The turtle is funny. And okay. everyone was like, Didn't no. See, now we've actually put over this. It's kind of like a, like a Mandela effect. You, you always remember that this movie was good, but like we, I mean, I'm in, I'm 32. You're, so I'm close to your age. We saw this movie essentially in theaters, most likely. And we remember like back when we were kids going, man, this is a great movie. I'm going to defend it. And it's a bad hill to die on. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is yeah, a bad hill to die on. I um, I that's just very interesting to me that like people like defend this movie because like at least okay. So I'm actually can that's why I was interested when you said you were 23. I am 23, and um, I don't remember this movie. And the people I know my age who know this movie know it sucks. So I wonder if it, Dave is correct that people who watched it as kids. When I bring um, it up to people my age, even, uh, and I am 26, I almost forgot how old I was for a second. When I bring it up to people my age, they love it. Like, uh, Liam was on here and he, he loved it as a kid. Yeah. It's got, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I just got <laughs> off the phone with someone before, hopping on here and when i told them what i was doing they're like oh i remember that movie i remember liking it the turtle like it, it, it's like <laughs> the one thing that people yeah, remember that's... from it i guess or the 9 11 thing that's not true so. yeah yeah the, weird yeah, the cultural effect. impact of the turtle i think has outlived the movie i think a lot of people would be surprised to find out that that turtle image is from something <laughs> it's not just like a meme. Yeah. yeah. Like I think people know that image more than they know the fact that there's a movie around it. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So so Jacob, what was it like going back to the movie and had you watched the movie after like in between these ten years? I I had. I've I would guess that I probably just like in telling people like, hey, once I did this stupid thing. Like, mm-hmm. then maybe they'd be like, oh, I don't know if I saw that. And I'd be like, we're going to watch it. And they'd be like, why did you, why did you make me watch it? So I right. probably, I'm guessing that I probably have seen it like maybe five times since I did that. Okay. Um, so this is or, a thing that you talk fair. about with people. Occasionally. It had been a really long time since I had thought about it before um, I got the email from you. Are you, um, are you seeing anyone right now romantically? Yeah, I'm I'm engaged um, and in Congrats. the process of Congrats. thank you and we're in the process of uh, trying to buy the house we live in. So I have my priorities straight right now in terms yeah. of coming back on. Did she before I emailed you? Did she know um, that you were that you like about this movie and about like this blog? I don't. I don't think so. That was the sense that I got because I remember explaining it and then I remember being like, will you watch it for one of these viewings with me? And she was very hesitant about it. Yeah, my fiance, my fiance was too, Jacob. Um, and I yeah. try to talk her into it uh, now and she won't do it. Um, it's, it I, it's very frustrating. My wife actually just rewatched it with me about an hour ago. Wow. <laughs> so... I, uh, what a I, 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 I almost don't know why, because she has the option to leave. 
Like, the door is open to just go somewhere else. But if I have it on, she'll oftentimes just sit there and just talk about how stupid it is. Um, so, you listened to uh, episode two of the podcast, last episode, and Dave here brought up a lot of lore that yeah. him and I had a um, very eventful back and forth for. I was just curious, what are your thoughts on some of the lore um, that Dave brought up, especially the... Um, ate his what was it dave uh he didn't ate him he possibly absorbed a absorbed in the womb and do you have any other additions you would like to make to the lore well when i when i was hearing the absorbed twin theory i remember thinking like yes yes this is this is how to engage with the master disguise that doesn't mean i necessarily endorse it you know but (laughs) it, it, it felt it felt similar, like like one of the essays that I was writing on that blog was like uh, some stupid theory about how like the the disguises are like representing like predestined uh, outcomes, like their destiny and like their their god. And Devlin Bowman is like this humanist, like absurd hero, like out of Camus or something. And like, and, and there was like this whole theory about the ending, and I remember, and I was reading that, and I was like, "What the?" Like that was like when I was deep in it. I was like doing yeah. like twelve or, or thirteen, <laughs> I, like that. Yeah, I uh, I, think I read that, something. and I honestly <laughs> thought it was pretty smart. <laughs> you could make a video essay on it. I, th- I'm, um, yeah. I, I was reading it, and I was like, "Man, this guy's making some points." <laughs> I, I, brought a... I, I read it, and I was like, "I I don't." Disagree. I stand by parts of this, particularly uh, about the the ending. But I, I think there's okay. something about de- dealing with this movie every well every day, every week. I mean, you guys are going to see it so many times by the well, end. Yeah. Like you, know, you got to keep I, your um, brain occupied. Jacob, I have nearly caught up to you. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm at 20 viewings as of right now. Oh, wow. do we want to list off our viewing? Yeah, no, David. No, no, not yet. To... That, when we get to the oh official episode, God. we will. Okay. Oh, I need fine. to know. But I feel like I'm catching up to you. Like I passed this episode. So, Jacob, how many, like, if you had to guesstimate how many times you've seen this total in your life, what would you think? I would guess I saw it twice as a child. Okay. Then yeah. the 21 times when so I 23. did the blog. Yeah. Um, and then I'm guessing five until now and then the four for the podcast so maybe between 30 and 35 times yeah i think that sounds about right man yeah and and i I will say the experience of having to do it every day is it's not necessarily in some ways it's harder in some ways it's easier because you get in a rhythm but like the thing about it weekly is you just start to like dread your master of disguise day and you it ruins ruins my weekends (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like when is it gonna be? Am I gonna do it on a weekday night? Am I gonna like just like play hooky and do it in the middle of a work day? Like, <laughs> like, but where, when you have to do it every day, like there were days where I'm like, oh my god, it's like ten o'clock. I need to start it right now. Like, like you know, and you just drop. What, I was like on a commuter rail train, and you just have to do it then. So there, di- yeah. there are different challenges. Uh, and honestly, uh, I like so I was having this discussion with my wife and she was like, would you rather do what you're currently doing or do what he did? Because it's iffy. I think it's they're different because watching it every day is a it, that's a rough one. Yeah, that's I, yeah, more of a challenge. That, that's that's hard. 
obviously, like, by the end of this, we'll have watched it more than you did. But I I like the fact that I get some buffer days. And, like, I don't, yeah. I don't set, like, a regular day for viewing. I do, like, I do. I, um... I kind of give myself that time, and especially with this contest, sometimes we've been ending up watching like two or three times in a week, and it's really just down to motivation Yeah. for me, but having, like, needing to watch it every day, I think that would be very difficult for me psychologically. Yeah. Yes. It's oh, more yeah, of a it... race and less of a marathon. Yeah. Yeah, it, it def like you're gonna have days when you do it every day that are, it's just so inconvenient, and just like the the repetition of it, like I, I, w- I was laughing a bit, like seeing that, like I, I apparently like went to go see Jizza for Mutang, like give a lecture, and like <laughs> I was writing about how like the entire time I was just like thinking about like how what he was saying in the the lecture like relates to the master of the sky <laughs> and, you're, and you're starting to be like oh like this is good content like i can write about this on the blog and like at that point like you've lost it you know isn't like, there um <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's an uh, an effect like a study that came out in the 80s or 90s about people who play a lot of tetris they start seeing everything as tetris shapes and how they could fit together i think that's what you experience with the master of disguise yeah, no, I've experienced that. Uh, yeah, when you like play too much of a video game and you're like, yeah. I'm seeing Super Mario 64 in my brain when I close I'm my eyes. I'm getting that yeah. with um, Elden Ring right now. Yeah, I'm getting that I... with Elden Ring oh, right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so this is the big question, Jacob. And I like we've sort of danced around a little bit, but do you like this movie? I, I have mixed feelings about it. I, okay. I, there are aspects of it that I would defend. Like, I think some of the characters have not just potential. Some of the characters, I'm like, okay, that was funny. I, I think I like Gammy Num Nums more than most no, of you. Yeah, my man. man. Dude, fuck, it, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, there, there are, like, you know, I think, like, Jennifer Esposito did, like, fine as kind of, like, playing. For 90% fan. of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um,. And so there are there are aspects that I think like had potential about it, but I mean I think everyone involved with it like knows that it was a train wreck. And I wouldn't say so much that I like the movie itself, but I do like I liked the ritual of watching it, and I liked the challenge to kind to you know sort of like draw draw blood from the stone, so to speak. That aspect of it uh, yeah. appealed <laughs> to me. And in some ways, when I watch it, it's like kind of comforting. Like I've, I've been sick today and when I watch it this afternoon, I'm just sort of like, ah, I'm back in this place. I don't know if it's a good place, but it's somewhat comfortable. <laughs> it's familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's familiar. Okay, um, so that actually leads into this next question. Um, when you were done with it, was there any sort of withdrawal? Um, I think that, I think it was mostly in the form of like, I would still try and like talk to friends about it and, (laughs) and, and like, and they're in, you know, it's sort of like a, like, I don't know, like a returning like war vet or something where it's like, like I'm like going and enjoying my life, doing normal things. And I'm like shopping at the grocery store and I just like stop and I'm like, ah, the master of disguise, like the hurt locker or something. You're Um, you're like, you're like Rambo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You and John Rambo are one and the same. 
yeah, you're, yeah, come 2023, you guys, you're going to miss it in some capacity. <laughs> well, I, oh, I don't wanna, we have some plans. Um, It's part of our lives. We're, we're, we're going to be gone without it. I have considered getting a tattoo. <laughs> oh, wow. I would get one possibly with you. It would have to be, like, simple and an easy place to hide. Get yeah, your like, favorite yeah. disguise. But I yeah, would like my not. balls. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Get the turtle club tattooed right above your dick. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can you can do it cryptically, like that orb of information that they have. Yeah. Like that. Oh, or just a like, turtle, yeah. a turtle yeah. tattoo would but work. But then, like, if you get like just like uh, the orb of information, it has that like Egyptian eye. People think you're another like, you national you're treasure. Or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, it, just a quick side question about the movie. This is about the movie itself, the content within it. Um, at the beginning of the movie, when pistachios family gets kidnapped why are why is he on the roof do you have any theories on this because we we're stuck i have thought about this for hours i don't like i have that. tried huh what what is that does that directly before that no it can't be when the grandpa's there like showing him Correct. the nest and everything because that's yeah. after yeah so he, he, i don't know inexplicably is on the roof inexplicably Maybe. makes no sense yeah, that is that is strange. Yeah, I don't know. That is, I mean, there there are no plot holes in the movie, so I'm sure that there's a reason. You know, exactly. we, well, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. It. But um, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe chew on this. If you have any ideas, let me know. Um, yeah. Well, on, uh, so I we are about done with this little bonus episode thing, this little interview. But I do have one final question that we could end it out on. If yeah. you uh were to interview the director of this movie in like a professional capacity what would you ask him mr perry and like what, what what is the one question that you would ask that yeah. man i i mean i would i am genuinely curious about if he i i imagine that he feels kind of set up or like spilt grapes about how this movie went down and it seems like it also kind of effectively ended his career and uh, so I, can i make a side comment real stuff? quick on that yes he has do. not directed anything i he has been the set director correct Eli? uh I think production, production designer. designer production 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 designer for every single Adam Sandler and most Happy Madison movies since the <laughs> first one yeah wow, wow. So, so he still so works he's doing it like he just well, did not um, as a director. No, he yeah. never directed anything else. So that me that's what makes me think that he possibly was this was like thrown on him. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's the attitude like I need more of the director's commentary. Like yeah. cuz it seems like they are aware that it's bad. Like they're yes. like making excuses about it. Like they're like, "Oh, we had like budget issues and it was rushed and like we have all of this weird exposition because like, we just need to kind of like get to the point and you're like, okay, well like they're making conscious decisions about this movie. Like, so like what, what was the pressure? Like what I, That's I, a good I, question. I think he would agree. Like what made it go wrong? Like where did that start with? And I'm sure it would be everyone pointing fingers, um, you know, at each other about it. 
that's what I, I need the 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 true Hollywood story but behind uh, the blame game here. That's a really yeah. interesting question. I like that. I haven't thought. I hadn't thought. Yeah, about we. Uh, I, this is something that hasn't quite showed up uh, in the recorded episodes, but this is a thing that we think about a lot and like because obviously mr perry andal and blake he didn't write it he didn't seem to have that much creative like freedom i just i want to know so much about what he thinks of this movie yeah it's very curious there's I don't a know, lot of very mixed parts shoehorned in on top of it so yeah, yeah that right. just adds to it it's and the ending has changed regardless um yeah uh that is i think it for the interview um yeah, uh, thank you everybody for coming in for our little uh, bonus episode. Yeah. I don't know when we'll put this out. It'll be after episode three is out for sure. Um, we recorded this before it though, so we have no idea what's going to be in episode three, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, so thank you everybody. And Jacob, thank you so very much for uh, doing the interview. And we're excited to do the real episode with you in a second. Yeah, thank you guys. And, you know, I'm sure people can dig up the old Tumblr somewhere. It, it's very room. easy. It is very, it's one of the guys. first things you find. Would when you, you uh, this movie. prefer I'm looking if at I, it now. I put a link in the podcast notes for people to Oh, read? go for it. Go for then it. I will yeah. definitely Excuse do that. Use all my grammatical errors in my writing. It's, uh, <laughs> it, I, I really recommend that you guys uh, give it a read, including my co host. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Bye bye. Alright all you turtles and turtets That's the show Have yourself a wonderful evening Bye bye